Wasn't that long ago, Alabama's men's basketball radio analyst Brian Passing was our guest, and uh, when Alabama came here to play Florida, the Crimson Tide came away with a win. Brian's going to rejoin us. That seems like 100 years ago, Brian. So much seems to have happened uh, in our league here. Uh, can you give me what's happened with Alabama basketball between then and now, both good and bad, if there is bad? Yeah, similar story. Um, when we were on before, we talked about the roller coaster ride that Alabama has been going through this season with what is the youngest team in school history, the multiple injuries that they've had to overcome. Now, this team has been a little, little, uh, more stable in terms of roster and uh, as far as the, the guys on the floor and, and, and different players coming back from injury. But there's still been that up-and-down nature of the season. Alabama was in really good shape a week or so ago. But then when you look at the schedule and you see a trip to Rupp Arena, a trip to, the, to your rival in Auburn, a team that's leading the SEC, and then a hot Arkansas team coming in and a, a, floor, a talented Florida team coming in and then at Texas A&M to finish the last five games of the year, you thought, uh, well, <laughs> glad Alabama's playing well and has plenty of uh, solid victories under their belt because this home stretch is going to be awfully tough. And so far it has been. And Alabama uh, is in a position where Tuesday night is going to be big. It's big for both teams, but especially for Alabama coming off three straight losses and a trip to College Station looming. It's a big game to try to get things going back in the right direction. How has, if anything, Brian, how has this whole um, you know, NCAA business played out? Uh, how has Coach Johnson handled that? Has it had any effect on either Sexton or the team? I don't think so. Um, you know, this was, to my knowledge, and still there's a, there's a lot of uncertainty with uh, what's going on with the reports and, and that sort of thing. But I'll tell you this, uh, in November, this was brought up that there was apparently a meal uh, that or a meeting, and Colin Sexton sat out for uh, the, the first game of the year. He also set out the exhibition game. He was sat uh, down by Alabama. He was reinstated after uh, everybody involved looked into it by the NCAA, uh, and that was uh, sounds similar to the report that we saw last week that had his name attached to it. So I don't think there's any worry there uh, in terms of Alabama, in terms of Colin Sexton, uh, and and so I, I think you know this team and and of course Colin they're ready to move forward and and try to win some games and get back to the NCAA tournament. You know it's funny when when Florida played Auburn, they rediscovered their three point shot, and like any team, you know when you shoot the basketball well good things happen. Uh, is that sort of the case with Alabama? When, when Alabama goes right, Brian, what goes well for them? Usually it's defending, rebounding, and taking care of the ball. Now, when the shots fall, I agree with you. Uh, if if three-pointers are, are falling, usually good things follow, but Alabama has not been able to count on that. Not one of the better three-point shooting teams in the league. and Other than John Petty, who's had his ups and downs this year, there's not really a, another true three-point shooter on the team. You've got some guys that are capable of getting hot, but uh, with Riley Norris out for the year, Alabama's lone senior along with Armand Davis out for the year, those are two out of Alabama's top three three-point shooters, and only guy that's left is John Petty. 
So Alabama does not depend on the three-point shot. Defenses are, are trying to make Alabama shoot a bunch of threes as opposed to driving the lane or going inside to Dante Hall. But when you look up at the end of the game at the stat sheet, and if Alabama has won the rebounding battle, uh, if they've defended at a high level and they defensive rebounded the ball, usually Alabama wins. And that hasn't happened over the last three games. Uh, they've played some really good teams and, and going to Rupp, going to Auburn, very difficult places to play. Uh, but getting beat on the boards the way they did in all three of those games is not characteristic of this team. This was a team that going into the Kentucky game was first in the SEC in defensive rebounding and offensive rebounding by the opponent has killed Alabama in its last three losses. Interesting. You know, when you when you look at Gator fans sometimes with the roller coaster season Florida's had, Brian, uh, some have enjoyed the ride. Some are, are getting a lot of bumps and bruises. Is that the same with the Alabama fan base here? <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, and, and I would say that that's the case for just about every fan base of the SEC yeah. this year, with maybe the exception of just a few. And the reason why is this league is so good, and we're just not used to there not being a bottom. And you, you could look at the SEC standings and say, okay, you're going to play somebody that's in the bottom couple uh, of the league and down near the bottom, and, and you should get an easy victory. That's just not the case. Everybody is capable of beating everybody in this league. Uh, even a team that's down at the bottom in Ole Miss, I, I would argue that their perimeter players are the best in the league. Now, they haven't had the season, obviously, that they wanted. And with Andy Kennedy stepping down, that's a team that uh, you know will, will not be in postseason play barring a, a miracle run in St. Louis. But still, a team that's capable of beating you. Vanderbilt, similar. South Carolina, the same. Uh, these are teams that that – are well coached they've got players and and it's frustrating if you don't really follow sec basketball intimately this year that you don't understand how can you beat you know a team that's highly ranked that's in the top 10 or top 15 and then lose to quote unquote one of the bottom feeders of the sec and i'd tell you as as i tell my friends and and alabama fans that there's just not a bottom of the league this year and it's why the league is going to get so many teams in the ncaa tournament because there's just not many bad losses on the schedule. Alabama doesn't have a great record, but not many bad losses at all. And that's the benefit of playing a tough strength of schedule in the non-conference and the league being as good as it is. Totally agree with you. I'll leave you with this, Brian. I think a lot of Gator fans, before Auburn the other day, Florida had not played well. And boy, a lot of fans just thought, you know, this is a home game. It's against, you know, the SEC leader, we circle that game because it's at the home. You know, we, we really need to play well and win that game. Is the situ- Given the way Alabama has played of late, you know, wins and losses-wise, is this the same sort of thing? Is this game being circled important because it's at home and because they're playing Florida? Yes, but I'd say this. The, the disappointment after losing Saturday, coming off the heels of a blowout loss to your rival in Auburn, uh, our fan base right now, is is feeling down a, a a fan base that was feeling like this team was was easily headed to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2012 and now there's a lot of nerves and I and I joke that the only people right now that don't have Alabama in the NCAA tournament are some of our fans and the local media everybody else <laughs> Joe Lenardi I think has has this as an eight or nine seed right now but everybody else is uh 
jumping off bridges and panicking. But sounds uh, real familiar, huge. Brian. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. It is what what makes uh, SEC uh, the fans and the passion of this league uh, fun, but also uh, it can be a little little frustrating having to talk people off the ledge. But it's a long season. There's opportunities in in front of uh, Alabama right now. But I will say this. I think people realize how big a game this is. Uh, the Alabama Florida game, that's a game that's always circled because Florida uh, has been historically a great program under Billy Donovan, now under Mike White. Uh, for Alabama to have gone on the road and beaten Florida was one of the, the biggest victories that uh, this team has had this year and a chance to, to uh, get a big win in Tuscaloosa against an NCAA tournament opponent a great opportunity for Alabama so I think the fans once they uh, lick their wounds a little bit over Saturday and and last Wednesday they're going to be excited to see the Gators come to town tomorrow night okay Brian we we appreciate your time as always my man thank you for taking the time to talk to us always enjoy it appreciate y'all having me yep thank you Brian and and I I really like talking to, to these guys the analysts do a nice job